This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I want to introduce you to another one because uh, it is the ability for good. Adriana Bohatch is the executive director. Let's bring Adriana on first. Adriana, thanks so much. You're on the air with uh, Linda, Rob, and myself. I'm Jock Wilson. Uh, how are you this afternoon? And tell me a little bit about, uh, about uh, the ability for good. Well, it's a it's a beautiful afternoon. It's mm. a beautiful afternoon to be on Pledge Day again. It's a thrill um, to be part of uh, a Pledge Day. We've been, uh, before I get into description, we've been uh, part of Pledge Day for over 30 years. It's probably close to 35 years. So wow. we've, uh, uh, you know, we've had a long-standing partnership and relationship that we're very thankful for. Ability for Good is uh is part of an organization called enterprise for good and what uh, specifically ability for good provides uh, programs and services for children with special needs of which uh, the vast majority of them uh, have autism um, pre-covid just to give you a little context pre-covid we would be providing services for uh, 320 340 children per month so if you do the math that pencils out to uh, close to 4,000 per year. Of course, COVID has had an effect on that, and we're probably at about 75% of that capacity. But the the um, the 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 need that just keeps increasing. Um, again, to put it into context, uh, we were providing services for maybe about a thousand children, maybe three or four years ago. So our our demand has gone up uh, quadruple, and with uh, still waiting lists that uh, that are. Unfortunately, there's kids and families out there that uh, have to wait. Were you around 30, 35 years ago with with Ability for Good? Can you tell us the story, how you got hooked up with the Calgary Children's Foundation? Well, I've been involved for 25 years. Okay. So um, uh, the, the, uh, um, the relationship, of course, happened before that. Um, and when I came on board as uh, the CEO... Um, um, Pledge Day and, and uh, QR and, and uh, the West End were just just part of my job, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 so things were a lot different you know, back back in those days. But what ha- what isn't different is the generosity of Calgarians mm-hmm. and the and the um, uh, even uh, you know over that length of time there's been some up, some ups and downs <laughs> economically, and that really. Uh, I don't think that has, um, uh, you know, Calgarians haven't missed a step in their generosity. No, there's there's no question about that. Let's let's bring on Rebecca Anscombe, and uh, her child is supported by Ability for Good. Re- Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you so much for having me this afternoon. Can you share your story with our listeners? Yeah, of course. Um, I, my son was actually diagnosed uh, with a Originally, he was diagnosed with a speech delay, and that's when we originally started with Ability for Good. And so uh, we had a speech therapist come into our home, 
and uh, we started there. And then shortly after we actually uh, started with Ability for Good, he did then receive an autism diagnosis. And uh, we have been with Ability for Good since 2017, and I have been uh, graced with a multitude of people and um, therapists and teams over the last few years and uh, of, of just people who come into my home and, and who are helping my child succeed. So uh, he was three at the time and he is almost seven. He'll be seven in January. And uh, yeah, there's there's just, there's so much to tell. I'll, I'll try and sum it up a little bit. Please. Uh, so he's he started with a speech delay, and um, then he received his autism diagnosis. Uh, at first, he maybe only had about 20 words. We never knew whether or not he was actually going to um, be able to communicate verbally or if he was going to be nonverbal. Um, one of the biggest challenges we've really faced uh, when he was much younger was just the ability to communicate and to try and understand his needs as, as a small child. Uh, because speech was not something that he had. And um, over the years, uh, they have come into my home and we've worked on so many different areas, but we've worked on communication and we've worked on um, socialization and social skills. Uh, he never used to be interested in playing with other children. He was very one-track mind and, and he was really interested in, in his focus and, and what he wanted to do. And over the years with the team that I've had the pleasure of working with um, and all the people who have come in to help us, uh, he is now fully verbal. Uh, he has been potty trained. Um, he's a lot more flexible. So we've worked on, you know, that flexibility and the transitions of just him transitioning from one activity to the next, which has been really, really challenging. And, and he still is presented with some of those challenges these days. Um, but with the communication, that has that has eased up quite a bit because he's able to communicate. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've just been so blessed with the people who have come into my home to to help him um, and help teach me the tools because it's really about the tools in your toolbox as to how to deal with the situations as they unfold uh, because you really never know what you're going to be handed with on any given day. Well, what a fantastic story, and I'm so glad to hear that your son is doing well, and, and the support for him is so important, Rebecca, but as a parent, uh, you know, how, how important is that support for you? Oh, it's so incredibly important. Um, I can tell you that these lovely people have seen me on my lowest days. They've seen me in my highest moments. We've achieved so many things together, and I, I would not be where I am as a parent to a special needs child and he would not be where he is today without that support, without that knowledge and skill set that they bring to you. And they really teach you how to work with that individual child and what they need. And the just the resources that they have and, and they adjust and accommodate to to really fit what's what's going on at that moment because it's one of those things that it really changes from one day to the next and one day might be really easy and one day might be really challenging these these people have watched me shed tears of happiness and and also sadness and it's incredibly challenging but they really they really help you through so much and they have given 
both of us, um, my family as well as myself, but but also him the skills to be able to to thrive and, and succeed. Rebecca, thank you so much for sharing that uh, story with us. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. And Adrian, is there anything else you would like to add before we, la- we say goodbye? Well, uh, uh, with a story like that, yeah. uh, uh, there's not much to add. But just to say this, I mentioned that we had, you know, um, last year, pre-COVID, about 4,000-ish um, uh, children themselves, plus their families, plus, you know, their their relationships at that as up to a, a lot of people and and it's a number but each one of those numbers relate to a real life human being and uh, the the real life relationships of that human being and the parents and so on so there are that, that was a, a, a wonderful representation of over 4,000 stories uh, that would be just as impactful that we had uh, last year and we will continue uh to go forward uh, with with the help of you know of uh, Pledge Day, uh, Adrian. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, uh, Rebecca. Again, thank you so much for sharing that story. Thank you so much for having me. I, it's really, if I could just add one thing, sure. the the one thing that I am the most thankful about is that there are people who care about your child's success as much as you do, and the ability for good society has really shown that to me in every single person I've worked with in the organization, that they care about his success as much as I do. And that's that's so important as a parent that, that somebody else has those same thoughts. I hope you and your family have a great holiday, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You have a great afternoon. Thank you. Um, Linda, wow, what do you say after that? That's uh, that, that sort of touches the heartstrings, doesn't it? Well, it does. What an incredible story. And I've always said, you know, it would be wonderful um, if we could show everybody some of those milestones and some of those successes that impact these lives. And you might, sometimes it might be, like I talked about this amazing electronic vehicle, but sometimes it's something perhaps a little bit more simple, but so profound and important that you can help a young child communicate better with their family and their friends. I mean, these are incredible milestones for people, and it makes a difference in their lives. And the kind of support they're getting through these agencies is helping to do that. And, and you know, what it's quality of life. And I think now, especially with COVID, aren't we all just realizing that more? We just want to show each other care and support and spend time together and just live a regular, healthy, happy life. <laughs> it's so important to us now. So when I hear those stories, I think, my goodness, that's what it's all about. Rob, anything you'd like to add? Well, I'll, I'll throw in the phone number here, 403-974-8255, because this is what it's all about, right? you got a, an organization like Ability for Good uh, that, that's, that's small, that's in the community, that's working directly with families and making such a huge difference in their lives. And these are the kind of organizations that the Calgary Children's Foundation is able to assist. So whatever we're able to do here today and throughout the year... By calling that number, going to calgarychildrensfoundation.com, the more we can say yes and help out groups like Ability for Good, and the more they can continue to make a difference uh, in the lives of, of uh, children and families in the Calgary area. I mean, it's, it's a perfect illustration of what this is all about. He's Rob Breckenridge. She is Linda Olson. I'm Jock Wilson. This is Pledge Day on 770 CHQR. Pledge Day in support of the Calgary Children's Foundation. It is supported by this radio station and Weston Calgary. Thanks so much for your support. Whatever you can do to help, Rob just gave you the number 403-974-8255. You can go online as well, calgarychildrensfoundation.com. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.